What's up, guys? Live from the Seven Line Studio here in Hopog, Long Island. Long Island. I'm Darren Meenan. That's Tim Riley. Nice to be back here. I feel like I'm at home now. It's like a second home. I know, right? Third time's a charm here. And also Lizzie, as usual, behind the scenes, taking your live calls. How's it going? It's all right. We're doing a little liquid lunch here. Uh, Tim put that on Twitter a couple days ago. I didn't really kind of realize that. We drink all the time, but a lot of people <laughs> that are watching this are probably at work, and maybe they can't drink at work. Uh, yeah, it's a big like business term, I feel like. Executives go out, the liquid lunch, they come back a little tuned up. You know, oh, yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Tie one on. If you're watching us at, at lunch, maybe somewhere, wherever you're at right now, maybe grab a beer, cheers us. Uh, you know, little Met show we like to do here called Orange and Blue Thing. It's our second season doing it. Thank you guys for watching and downloading afterwards. If you're watching live and you can't catch the whole show because maybe you're at lunch or whatever, uh, watch the replay later, orangeandbluething.com, or download the podcast on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Pretty much anywhere, just type in Mets, the seven line, or orange and blue thing. We should show up. But uh, give us a call, 631-388-5195 if you want to chit-chat about the Mets or whatever. Also giving away two free gift cards for the Seven Lines website right now. If you're watching on Facebook, just click the share button. If you're watching on Periscope or Twitter, retweet it. You'll be automatically in the running to win the gift card towards the end of the program. Uh, Mets are playing five straight games starting off at 4 o'clock today on Facebook down in Philly, and uh, if there's any time to play spoiler, now is the right time. They're two yep. games out from the Braves in the NL East. I mean, the Mets are toast. It is what it is, but now we can at least play spoiler. Yeah, who do you prefer to that, Phillies and Braves? I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking about that. You know, uh, I didn't want the Nationals to win, and when the, no, when the Phillies and the Braves both started off really hot, I thought for sure they were going to be fading, you yep. know? I thought by now, yeah, I thought the Nationals would have taken control. Nationals are just blowing up. It's crazy. What that happened to them two nights ago, Monday and Tuesday, where they blew those late leads, like that was just ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. It felt like the Mets, the Mets, when the Mets were choking back in 2007, 2008, <laughs> it felt the same vibe. Like, I can't believe they blew those games. You know what? And it's, I was thinking about that too with like the, there are two games out. Obviously, there's a lot of games to play. I think there's like 44 games or something like that yeah. left for the Mets. But the, um, you're never out of it. I mean, mathematically alive. Nelson yeah. Figueroa said that when we were hanging out at the uh, the playwright a couple weeks ago, whenever that was. Yeah, the Mets aren't aren't really out of it. They have to win out basically to to, <laughs> right. to make any moves here. So the Mets are out, even though they're not mathematically out. But yeah, I'll be back, the first to say it. We're out of it. Yeah, so. <laughs> back during the collapse, the uh, seven seven up with seventeen to play. We yeah. thought that it was a wrap too, and it wasn't. So you know, you're never really out until you're actually out. Who knows what's going to happen? But if I had to pick one out of the Phillies or the Braves. Uh, the Braves were such a rival back in the day. Uh, no, they got a lot weird. of young talent now. I mean, the They're Phillies. Both very young. I just hate the Phillies. I don't like the Phillies. I don't like going to Citizens Bank Park. Maybe I would say Braves out of those two. If yeah, I had to pick. I'm with you. Yeah, it's same thing. It's neither team has a vibe to them yet. Chipper They're, Jones is gone. Larry, right. The They're Larry era is so over. Rollins is gone. Hamels is gone. Everyone's gone from the Phillies. Utley's not here anymore. So it's very weird starting from scratch now. But I'm with you. Just from a fan standpoint, I can't stand Philly fans. And I'm thinking from a business standpoint, like from the Seven Line Army's uh, standpoint. The Braves franchise treats us great, and the Phillies treat us treated us pretty poorly when we were yeah. there a few years ago. That's why we're not going back. People are like, oh, Philly's so close. Why do you guys go to D.C. every year? Why did you go to Atlanta twice? You only went to Philly once. Right. They didn't even send us a beer guy. Yeah, and I understand you want to curb our, you know, you don't want us to, to overdo it. I get sure. it. But there was no incidents. It was, it was a day game. There wasn't that many of us there compared yeah. to how we roll now. It was maybe it was 600, whatever it was. And before the game even started, they told the ushers not to serve us. And I was like, all right, we're never coming back here. That's crazy. I don't get it. Business is business. Like, I, I even said to the beer guy, yeah. they, were, they were pissed, too. They want to yeah. make money. You know, they're there working their ass off, carrying, a, I don't know how much it weighs, 30, 40 pounds of beer. What year was this? How long ago? 
2014, I think. It was okay. like our first year, uh, one of our first years doing outings. We went to Philly. It was nice and close. Uh, what is it, like an hour and a half, two hours from yeah, the city? Yeah, it's not bad at all. And I was like, oh, it's great. We'll do an annual thing. Yeah. David Wright uh, had a big game. It was an extra innings win. I think it was 14 innings or something like that. And um, whatever. So the the beer guys were told before the game even started they couldn't serve us. And that kind of just grinded our gears. And As it should. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice stadium, too. It's a shame, because Philly actually is a nice stadium. We talked about it before. It has a nice setup. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's got a great setup. All yeah. those teams. I like the true. ballpark. The football, the, the Xfinity 5 in the middle, it's very cool. I mean, all I want is a, an apology. That's all it would take. We'd go back if yeah. the, if someone wants to tell the Phillies, hey, you know, maybe you should uh, reach out and say that wasn't the right thing to do, then maybe we'll come back. But anyway, not to talk about the past, let's yeah. talk about the current. Uh, Miami last weekend, fun time, despite the loss on Saturday night. It was an extra innings game, and Friday they won. Of course, Saturday they lost. It was an outing day, yeah. and then Sunday they won so they won their second straight series which they haven't done in i think since april they you went uh, both nights right you went friday and saturday i didn't go friday I ended up getting there kind of late we had a two-hour delay on the runway for some like computer malfunction and you don't want to be in a plane that's you know no, has I, problems. I don't want to hear that yeah, yeah they even yeah. said to us like you guys can get off if you want and, was, and kelly looked at me he's like do you want to get off i'm like if we get off it's a friday we're gonna have to try to find another flight absolutely not i'm not getting off this plane like we'll figure it out sure if they take off i'm pretty sure they're going to be confident that they fixed the issue so we're sitting on there for two hours amelia didn't nap by the time i got to the hotel everyone was tired and uh we missed the game so we missed the friday night game we went to the game saturday and then on sunday what's up sure you got it lizzie oh. Oh, he has both copies. <laughs> <laughs> Darren gave to me before. I didn't mean to take Yeah, it sorry about that. I was like, oh, I guess I need this too. I didn't, so, I didn't realize they're the same. No, yeah, they're the same. So, yeah, the 3-4 loss on Saturday. 3-4 loss on Saturday. Sorry, Lizzie. Tight game. 11, 11 innings. It was a walk-off. And, you know, it is what it is. I mean, at this point, the game's fun. The, the pregame was great. There was a torrential downpour before the game where the bar we were going to, the Nightlife Brewing Company, it's a small venue. Okay. And we had a th- 900 tickets, I think. Which yeah. is crazy. Or 1,000. I don't know what we had. I think 900 tickets. 900. Is that, is that so the biggest turnout? No. 1,400 was San Diego. 1,600 Oof. is going to be Boston. And if you're watching this about Boston tickets, you're going to have to hang tight a second. So, uh, yeah, anyway, the, 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 the clouds parted. The sun came out. And we had a fun little pregame party. Took the photo up there. And, and we had a good time. But... Um, guys opened your beers already? Yeah, I couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Oh, we didn't cheers, though. We didn't yeah. cheers, though. Yeah, that, you're right. Let's cheers. I'm having the summer, L. Cheers to Thirsty Thursday. Cheers. Liquid lunch. Shout out to our boys and girls from Oyster Bay Brewing Company. <sighs> Sorry to take a sip. They are doing a special during the rest of the season for the Mets game. So if you want to partake in $5 pints, head on over to Oyster Bay Brewing Company, 36 Audrey Avenue, Oyster Bay, New York, 11771. Maybe check out their website. You can also go on there and type in your zip code, and it tells you where you can go to pick up beer or what bars carry their beer. So if you want to pop into the local watering hole and try out uh, a new tasty beverage, you can do so. Didn't you do that? Didn't you say you, you looked look something up? I went on the website, yeah. I just see where they're located in the city. There are a couple of spots in the city that serve it up. Don't know if it was canned or draft or not, but yeah, I checked it out just to scout it out. There's definitely some spots, though. I was they, they don't have it at Yankee Stadium, though. You were there I on, did, on Monday, uh, yeah, right? Monday. I asked him about it. I sent him a tweet. Asked. They said they didn't have nothing Yankee Stadium. That was disappointing. They said, I think they saw the, the reply to you. The Oyster Bay replied. You asked if there was any beers. They that said they're anti craft beer at Yankee Stadium. That's that weird. Was yeah, I don't know. Especially Fuck now, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's so mainstream. <laughs> it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. So that was surprising, yeah. The I can't remember what ballpark it was. I think Seattle, maybe Seattle. There was a whole like row. What, do you remember? That makes sense. For Seattle, that makes sense. It was crazy. Yeah. Like there was a whole area. Like you know, you, like the food vendors are in a certain spot or whatever. Yeah. There was one hallway that you turned around, and the whole 
like I don't know, uh, first base side, maybe from center field to like almost home plate was all craft breweries. I think that is a Seattle vibe thing. It was really cool. It was really cool. Seattle was cool. It was. It's tough now because I was talking to someone. I saw something come out this morning. They were rating the ballparks, and and someone chimed in. I think it was Dan Twoheger or someone like that that I follow on Twitter. It, it was the rating the the ballparks from you know worst to first, and number one was the Oakland Athletics, and it wasn't about experience. It was more about like the construction of the building. So I think people were a little misled by the the tweet. But if you want to look it up, go That's ahead. Weird. Look. I think I've heard nothing but disasters. Yeah, about. me too. You always see the flooding, and it was number one. Ba- it's always the bathroom disaster, a, and the dugouts always flood. That's I think it was more so there. about like the year it was built, the construction, the technology, shit like that, not like the experience or the game. Interesting, yeah. No, whatever. Tra- aren't they trying? I think they're trying a new stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm excited to go down to uh, Tampa Bay whenever they open the new one. Yeah. They All need right. That. They we need do that. have a call. I don't know why he just wants to talk about a beer koozie, but uh, we got Brew on the line. What's up, Brew? Hey, buddy. First time, long time, as always. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What's going on? So um, I was watching that video kick off the show. Shout out to John O. Great stuff as always. And looking at that beer guy, you know, Mike Marshall, he's too good for us, but he's like the bright spot of our season. <laughs> so the beer guy gets the MVP award for the year? <laughs> oh, for sure, 100%. But do you remember the beer guy in Miami that tried taking my koozie? No, he didn't try taking it. He thought that you were giving it to him. Like, you, you wanted to oh, make no, it. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so, like, if you look in the video... Kate, like, gives him the koozie to put the beer in it, and he understands that piece of the equation where you just put the beer inside before trying to, like, crunch your beer up while it's open. I said to do the same for him. I said, here, can you, here's the koozie. Can you put the beer in before you open it? He's like, oh, this is really cool. And he, like, stuffed it in his bag. And I looked at you, and I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't blame him. It's a cool koozie. <laughs> I think that he thought you were giving him a gift. Yeah. Which would have been a nice. He said he has some changes he can make to it. He's like, "Oh, I have some changes that we can do to it you now to make it a little bit better." I was like, "Do you no. back my koozie, bro?" Are you <laughs> are you back from Baltimore or what's going on? I landed this morning at um, eight o'clock from Baltimore. Awesome. So I, I, that trip was kicked out. All right, dude. Welcome back. Thanks for the call. All right, bud. Thank you. That may have been one of the worst calls ever. <laughs> no, no offense to Brew, but to call us to tell us about the beer guy want to take your koozie. No offense. I mean. Shout out to uh, to Brew for always being so loyal, but come on. Love the callers. We uh, love you, Justin. <laughs> Got to keep those phone lines open. 631-388-5195. If you want to talk about beer koozies, I guess <laughs> you can call in. We are restocking them tomorrow. They are six bucks on the Seven Lines website. We posted them a couple weeks ago with absolutely no notice, and uh, they sold out right away because I was so excited to get them in the, into the hands of the fans. Uh, by the next day, we were going to Brooklyn. Yeah. So we're like, oh, if we put them up today, we could sell them, and by tomorrow, they might have them. So... Um, Whatever. We're restocking them tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, the Seven Lines website. We have 300 available. They're only 6 bucks a pop, so maybe pick one up for yourself, a family member, a friend, whatever. And, um, you know, whatever. It's like a day like today when it's 90 degrees and your beer is, like, sweating. As soon as you get it, that's when you want that. And what are you doing after the show? I'm going golfing later. People are so (laughs) probably so jealous of your day. Hanging out right now, drinking beers, uh, you know, talking live, and then uh, you're going to go from here and golf. Me and that fan, we're going to play golf in the area up at Wynn, Washington. It's right around here, actually. It's right around Hot Pog area. Yeah, yeah I thought it was all industrial over here. No, not, yeah, for the most part. But Wynn Watch is next to a hotel wedding venue. I forget which one it is. There's a wedding venue nearby, and Wynn Watch is right next to it. It's a nice golf course. Really nice. What, um, and then tonight, I don't know if Lizzie's coming, but I look forward to this day. I know my wife's watching right now. Alive after five. It's when Patrick yeah. basically shuts down and turns into just like a big bar crawl. 
they also sell some stuff on the street. There's like crafts and things like that. But the the front of each bar kind of gets a permit for the day to like sell beer and food on the street. Yeah. So no, it's, it's fantastic. Great. Yeah, I love it. So hopefully you can turn out for that too. I know. Later on, I might stop by. You never know. So pace yourself. I know, yeah. you, I know you drink yeah, when yeah. you golf, so you got to pace yourself here. Even where I grew up in Babylon Village, they're mimicking that now. They're about to launch their first one in a oh, couple really? weeks. They're doing the same thing alive at five, and Bayshore does one too. But I, I was think thinking about maybe signing up next year for the vendor's permit, and then uh, that'd be cool. You know, sell on the street there. It'd be cool. Like yeah. uh, my buddy Carlton, uh, Reed Carlton, and you know Chris Wade also does the uh, Island Strong. They both have booths there and i'll we'll do the time. show from there actually a live for five yeah. uh you just kind of let the cat out of the bag but uh <laughs> no i'm thinking about doing something actually really soon in patch we can talk cool. about it now though the the last show of the year is is uh thursday the 27th the last game of the season is the 30th so i'm thinking about okay. maybe doing a live show on the 27th where it's kind of like kicks off the weekend of like the last weekend of the season maybe we'll do it in patch i have a few friends that own bars out there so nice uh stay tuned if you guys are interested in hanging out maybe you live on long island you want to come hang out drink beers watch that game that night so we would go live at six there's a seven o'clock game that night it's the fourth to last game of the year. Yep. No, it's a fun town. Well, hang it's out. Good time. I love it. I love it. And yeah. I'm only like three miles away, so it's like a $6 Uber. It's the best. Um, are you coming tonight or what? I haven't made up my mind. What? How could you not? It's the best. It's so much fun. All well, right. Give that's us all you've been saying. So like, it's, I'm prepared to go. It's really fun. But that was then a long I don't want to drive home. Because mm. getting there is awesome, but then coming home like sucks. We have so. a couch. You guys can stay over. All right. Let's get to Nancy. What's up, Shouty? What's up, Shouty to Nancy? Hey, Darren. Yes, it is shouty, and I've decided to spell it with the I-E because it's just too damn cute. I like it. Well, Tim's got oh, something so for you. What? Yeah, my girlfriend watched the show last week, and she was talking about, as soon as the show ended, I got this, like, shouty text, and she started, she spelled my name with the I-E, just the same way to go with the shouty theme there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're starting a trend. You're starting, you're starting a, trend, a movement. Yeah, the I-E. Everywhere now for the shouty. The 54-year-old trendy, I tell you. What? Never too late. Never too late. So I wasn't sure if he was serious last week, if he wanted some, like, Nancy notes on, you know, because you are a busy man. And, you know, there's just so much going on. (laughs) Well, I'm over here trying to, you know, just trying to hang out, making sure people call me by the correct last name. And uh, just just hanging out, you know. (laughs) That was really funny today. That was really funny. I hate typos. I I don't want to always misspell. That's just just rude. It's all good. (laughs) So what's up? What's Nancy's notes for the week? Uh, so I had like a couple of things that are probably off topic that you might not have thought about. Uh, do you remember last week there was like a bullpen cart sighting? What do you think was up with that? Did you hear anything that we don't know about that they're bringing back the Mets bullpen cart? I have no idea because it, it seems like an awful lot of money to spend on something that's just going to sit in the back of City Field. I don't know. Like I was talking about this a few weeks ago when it first came out. Maybe it was something that they they spent money on at the beginning of the year when the Mets were playing. Uh, well over their head at 11-1. and one. And then when it finally was manufactured and dropped off, we saw what happened. So maybe the Mets don't want to look like more of a laughing stock by releasing or announcing or start, starting to use a bullpen car in yeah. such a lost season this late in the game. So maybe it's something that they use towards the end of the year. Maybe they put it in the concourse and let fans sit in it and take photos. I have no, I have no idea. But at this point, it kind of just seems like a whole big wasted pile of metal in the back of the ballpark. I'm with you. It's too gimmicky right now. Wait yeah. till next year. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird look to do it I right agree. now. That's true. And they could auction it off. You could always make money to buy some players or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe uh, <laughs> a Tom like- Seaver statue or something else. Oh. <laughs> 
Um, also, um, what was uh, weird is I have this like weird thing that I've been noticing. It's trendy. Um, whenever the Mets decide to make you like the promo player, like you get like whatever made and it's your night, that seems to make you automatically get injured <laughs> or you won't play for the rest of your life. Because I got the David Wright figurine last year, and yeah, he didn't play like at all. And then there was you know Jay Bruce's bobblehead. That's going to go very well. And the Cesped of shin guards, which should have been Dr. Scholl inserts. So, like, what do you think about them, like, always, like, highlighting a player and then they're gone? Like, I think they should just do Metsy things. Well, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't a player, I mean, I think a lot of giveaways are Mets or player related. Not a lot, but like, they do, like, the bucket hats and stuff like that that don't have a player attached to it. But, you know, for a team to commit to a player, it's got to be someone that is obviously going to be around for a while or they think is going to be around for a while. So, a couple years ago, they had a night where it was Marlon Bird T-shirt night, and then they traded him that day, and like hit that night was his T-shirt giveaway. So I'm still uh, wondering if Jay Bruce is alive. Well, Jay Bruce played last night. He did play last alive. night. Yeah. He did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it, it's just all around bad luck for the team. There's a dark cloud hanging over Flushing, so it doesn't really matter what player gets the giveaway. Uh, they don't seem to be in the lineup, but the um, it's like the old Madden cover jinx they had forever there with football or the Sports Illustrated cover jinx, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm still waiting for my Frazier pullover. Over. I got the rain check. Oh my yeah, that's God. so weird. It hasn't come in yet. I don't know what's going on with those. Oh, that that's because you're not making them. That's why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank, are, thanks for the pat on the back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They, our, our own uh, Nikki G. Money posted something yesterday about the giveaways, <laughs> and he had a couple of suggestions here. So I don't know if you it were. Like it caused some confusion. I saw some responses to that. They thought it was real. Yeah. And this is this is all totally just like you know bogus for fun. Five promo items. I don't know if you saw this one, Nance. But yes, uh, he did. It was really funny. <laughs> the five that he come came up with were Yoannis Cespedes five irons. The Jacob Degrom jock strap because it's the only thing that's given, given him consistent support this season. That was I the best la- one. Yes, yeah. I laughed. Like, the only really one that was that was kind of like hating on the player is this next one, the uh, Ahmed Rosario jumbo bat. And it said, in a year of ups and downs for Ahmed, one thing has been consistent: his faulty bat. The jumbo <laughs> bopper is rumored to be hitting coach Pat Rossler's solution to Ahmed's batting woes. So why not share it with the fans? Next one was Noah Syndergaard's hazmat suit. That's kind of a given. And the last <laughs> one was Mickey Calloway's lineup card. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's, like I said, there's a dark, dark cloud hanging over the ballpark and the team and whatever. And, and we thought that getting rid of, uh, what's his name? Ray the, Ramirez. Ray Ramirez last year, that everything was yeah. going to magically be okay. And guess what? Maybe he wasn't the issue. But It's a good thing you've got his well, name Well, that's a curse. It's the Ramirez curse. He still lingers. Maybe that's the problem. (laughs) Maybe. They need to do like a seance or something going on there. (laughs) All right, Nance, listen, give us a shouty next week and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Nancy Oh, wait. Um, Also, don't forget, I'll probably see a Jim Brewer. Uh, oh yeah, Saturday. Saturday. I almost yeah. forgot about that. Oh, you're laughing. Hey, at do, that crowd. do you know when it? You. Do you know when it starts? Because my wife asked me. I have no idea. Oh, actually, I will <laughs> message you because I have my tickets actually at home. It came in like a whole. Fancy I mean, I could probably Google it. I just figured you knew it off your, off the top of your head. I think I want to think it was eight. All right, Cal. Eight yes, o'clock. It was eight. All right, Nance. Thanks eight. for the so call. Cool. Then you'll, I'll be one wearing shouty. All right, shouty. <laughs> All right, take care, Darren. Later. Hold on a minute. Does she have custom T-shirts made? I have no I idea. So. I'll be I the really one. Wearing, so. I'll be the one wearing <laughs> shouty.
That's awesome. I can see it being bedazzled, you know, the rhinestones all over in glitter. I could definitely see her pull that off. <laughs> Little shouty t-shirts. Make me one. I'll wear it. Hey, she touched on giveaways for a minute. I'm just curious. What's like your favorite giveaway from that game you've ever been to? You know, I wrote something. I posted the, the blog yesterday on Facebook, and someone wrote in the comments they should give away Keith Hernandez mustaches, and they did. They did give away Keith Hernandez right. mustaches in, in like 08 or 09 at Shea Stadium. Maybe not 09, because it wasn't the last year. Maybe it was... Um, they should do it again. Oh, oh, nine. They were in City Field already. So it was either six, seven, or eight. They definitely did it. And it came in a little plastic pouch. It had his face on it, I think. It was great. We all wore it. My friend put a little sugar on his. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was great. Uh, I don't know if anyone ever saved one. If they still have it in the packaging, definitely take a photo and send it to me on Twitter. But, yeah, I don't know if I really have a favorite. I'm not – like, I really didn't start collecting bobbleheads till we started the set. I don't really save stuff. I don't have much memorabilia. Yep. I think things that are more like memorable to me are things that um, I have more of a connection to, like that piece of concrete right there is from Shea Stadium. When they knocked Shea down, I went and took some photos and stuck my hand through and pulled that out and stole it. So That's sorry, cool. sorry, Mets or whoever responsible for the cleanup. But you know, like things I like still that. I have to see those photos. They're they're on Facebook somewhere. No, like your actual photos, because I took the photos of you and you took photos. Oh of yeah, me. but Z was there too. Yeah, there's but, a whole but, album on yeah. Facebook. No, I'm not. No. I'm not in any of those photos. And you definitely took photos of me because I was standing up on one of the concrete blocks. Like, I remember it like it was yesterday. I, I almost remember out. what I was wearing, too. Oh, that's wow. weird. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, like, things like that. But do you have a favorite giveaway? Yeah, I just have one. I still have the bat. It was from Bat Day when they still did it. I had Lance Johnson's signature bat. I Lance was it Johnson a full did, size? Yeah, full size. That's so Whoa. dangerous. I know. I think about today. I'm like, I, they would never give it away. What year was that? It's got to be, like... Mid nineties. You, you can't really give stuff away that's that could be considered a weapon. Well, Johnson was here. What? Two Even years? those like mini that's bats. It. I'm always like scared of those things. I want to say Johnson was here like ninety five, ninety six, somewhere in that range. Whatever it was, back to back years when he had all he's in all those triples. He was great. I really enjoyed him. But yeah, I still have the bat. It's yeah, it's a great thing. It's, it was a black bat he used to have. So let's uh, let's talk about the subway series because I mean it's it's a tired topic. A lot of people aren't as enthralled with the subway series as they once were it's yep. been going on so long now i don't know what your thoughts are on it but you went on monday night we yeah. were talking about maybe meeting up and then it was raining i live in suffolk county you live like 10 minutes away yeah it was very easy for probably me less work. than probably more than 10 but um you went on monday night so what'd you think yeah same thing as the weather looked iffy so i waited me and my, i went with my girlfriend and we waited we checked the weather we, we bought tickets at like 5 30 so it worked out well we had good tickets as well i was surprised how many meth fans were there that was the big, my biggest takeaway. I was like, every time the Mets did something, I was like, wow, like we're making, you can actually like really hear us. Like the Yankee fans were booing the like silence crowd, the, the chance at the time there, which was pretty exciting there. But that had to be like a top three game of the season, which is like sad to say in a sense. But yeah. considering where we are, and DeGrom probably didn't have his best stuff, yet he still pitched awesome, which just tells you how fucking good he is this year. Back to back W's for him. Yeah, I mean, he did 12Ks, wherever it was there. I was, I was, very nervous when Callie walked towards the mound when Gardner was up there. It's like it's like it's like our it's the worst thing you want to see as a Mets fan right now. Callie walking to the mound with Degrom on the mound. Yeah, yeah. This is just like come on, just leave him in the game. You know, disaster written all over there. I think Blevins came in and he he hit a line drive. Gardner hit a line drive right at Conforto, luckily. But overall, it was it was a good game. Yeah, I mean, I watched it from my couch. I mean, it was a good game despite Keith Olbermann being in the booth. Yeah, uh, he hasn't done play-by-play in like 25 years. I don't know why a nationally broadcasted game where even if you're out of you know, out of the state, you have no interest in the Mets or the Yankees, but you want to yeah. watch a baseball game. You might tune into this when it's on ESPN yeah. Monday night. You have nothing else going yeah, game on. Of, game of the night. Football hasn't started yeah. yet. Nothing else really going on. Maybe you want to watch the game. So 
Twitter lit up. I, I just don't like him in general. I mean, I just think he's kind of dry. I don't like his humor. I was snoring. From that or just in general? No, from that. <laughs> it was everywhere. It wasn't just like match Twitter. It was oh like national God. reporters I'm not even talking, talking about, about it. everything else aside, politics aside, the way he is. When sure. he's not talking about, like, I don't care about any of that stuff. I'm talking about this broadcast, this game. It was miserable. Yeah. And I, I typically don't like the ESPN broadcast booth anyway, yep. but it was even worse than that. So like the Sunday night games, they are what they are. If you can link it up, if you have like a DVR and you can pause the TV, you can link it with WRR. No, W-O-R, either on the app, uh, app or an actual radio, if you have an old school AM radio. <laughs> right. yeah, people were replying to me because I wrote something like on, on Twitter, like, hey, you guys can do this, link it up. And some were back like, how? Like, how do I listen to the game? Like, uh, get a radio? Like, after We're not that you? far removed how to listen to a radio. <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. be that hard to figure out how to get a radio I on. I bet you yeah. that a lot of kids don't have radios. They have like just their adapters for their phones yeah. or whatever, no, their Bluetooth right. speaker, and they don't have... A radio at Which all. is sad because Howie Rose and Josh are fantastic. The two of them. Oh, I actually do have a radio. Mets Booth actually chimed in and said on the Twitter <laughs> account, and they wrote something like, hey, guys, um, I'm paraphrasing here, something about if you think if you're not happy with tonight's broadcast, this is just a reminder that Thursday's game's on Facebook. <laughs> like, just to put some more <laughs> yeah, salt yeah, in the yeah. balloons. Yeah. Like, because you know what it is? Like, it, it's the, the tides are changing and, and technology's taking over, and Mets, not Mets, MLB and Facebook teamed up, and I think, I think it's a good thing because it's just getting the game on a different platform sure. or whatever. But it gets the younger crowd. Like they're always about getting the growing the game younger and it's just it just is what it is. People are on young and old are on Facebook. It's weird. Yeah. There's yeah. no middle ground. I feel like our people are leaving Facebook. Yeah. Our age really, really isn't there. But that's the why most we part, started for Periscope. Yeah. Like when we started yeah. bringing this the show to Periscope is because of the game being broadcast on Facebook and I saw the outrage. I'm like, wow, like so many people are leaving Facebook with yeah. the security breaches and everything else, the reasons why people don't like Facebook, whatever. Um, that's why we started streaming on Periscope as well as FB. But um, I couldn't get over. I mean, you know what? I don't think that everyone needs to be as locked into the Mets as we are. You know, if you don't sure. know who Brandon Nimmo is, that's fine. If you don't know how to pronounce his name, that's fine. But if you're getting paid to talk about the Nemo. Mets and you're in yeah. the broadcast booth to talk about the team, it's probably, I mean, I, I mispronounce people's names all the time, but I'm Same not here. on yeah. national television <laughs> yeah. broadcasting right, game. Right. Um, so when you're in the booth, it wasn't it wasn't uh, Tim, what is it, Tim what? Kirchin. It wasn't Tim Kirchin and it wasn't Olbermann. It was the other guy. I almost the, made you say it just to prove a point. Kirchin. But, uh, well, that's why I asked you. Yeah. That's why I pointed it to you. Yeah. Uh, the third guy, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. Uh, but he kept saying Brandon Nemo, Brandon Nemo. And it, uh, come on, yeah. like, not that Nemo is the biggest name in baseball. He was making a splash early in the year. He yeah. was, uh, you know, a healthy candidate there for the All Star game for a little while. You got to kind of know who Brandon Nimmo is. Ahead of the time, looking at the Mets roster, there's not much to know right now. He's one of the few guys that you should know in our roster. Yeah, so I agree come with on. You. Hashtag yeah. you have one job. Yeah, exactly. Like, do a little prep work. Like, how do you not know who he is? And so, with Keith Olbermann, who is like widely considered one of the smartest guys in sports, like broadcasting there, for him not to correct it was kind of odd. It was weird. And, you know, I think that he was almost kind of trolling. The whole thing was just like a Mets bash fest. Like, they were making fun of the Mets a lot. You know, I get yeah. it. We're an easy target. Yep. But um, it is what it is. Later on in the broadcast, they took like a full inning of talking to Noah Syndergaard live. Yep. I saw the video the next day. I and it was almost like, like they were asking Noah to basically do play-by-play -play for them. Like, right. what's the next pitch going to be? He's like, uh, it's one-on-one. It's going to be inside fastball. Like, uh, like the <laughs> most like boring. Yeah. And I, I was advocating to turn on the, um, the, the radio. And and I couldn't, so I had to do this because I couldn't get my I couldn't get to sync up whatever. So I had to suffer through that broadcast I, with everybody I else. The whole thing. It was horrible. So yeah. the whole thing from top to bottom was was miserable. And but watching Oberman, the game was not. 
The game itself was well, no, good. Game, that's right. The game was yeah. great. Yeah. But it was Thank almost God. like it almost like ruined the game for me. I, I believe it. And you know, I don't want to like be like such a like little puss here on on Twitter and just keep like. <laughs> complaining about this because okay. now it's how many days are moved but we didn't have a show on mondays or tuesday so i'm talking about it now but uh this many days later I'm, it's, it still bothers me that they espn is supposed to be the the worldwide leader of sports and you pick these three well not three i'll just uh, tim seems like a nice old man but uh Kirchin, i actually love tim Kirchin. <laughs> but for, for to put keith as like the mouthpiece of the play-by-play and like you basically run the booth when yeah. you're when you're the the center center guy yeah for the worldwide leader of sports to give us that on monday night was disaster and disgrace i mean baseball has become an afterthought for espn as is they've eliminated like baseball tonight isn't on anymore every night like it used to be baseball is definitely be- behind football and basketball baseball Balls way down the ladder and what they care about at this point. Unbelievable. Uh, we do have another call. I can't wait for this call. Let's get to Erica. I don't even know what this means. Came to A2 outing. What's so a story to tell. <laughs> What's up, Erica? Should play that big. Hey, how's it going, time. Darren? It's going all right. All right. I know. We're all struggling right now. But uh, I got a really great story for you. So uh, I, I was at the Arizona outing with you guys. Uh, Lizzie's really excited about this. Um. Uh, my family and I went down. We drove to Phoenix from L.A. Uh, we were with you guys at the San Diego outing, too. We had a great time at both. Um, but we were getting ready to leave Phoenix after the awesome showing the guys had. And uh, we came outside to our car. And mind you, I had just bought my brother this car like a month ago. We came out to the car. The car was sitting on cinder blocks. The tires the, and the wheels were gone. The rims were gone. Everything was gone. Like, we couldn't even, like, leave. <laughs> in Arizona? Yeah. In, yeah, in Phoenix, in the parking lot of our hotel. We, is it a, is that guess, a bad area? I don't even feel like Arizona was a I, bad area. I have no idea, but I, apparently, like, the cops told us, like, there are shady parts of Phoenix, and uh, we, uh, we found it. <laughs> You found – wait, hold on, wait. So you, you found, didn't find the wheels. No, they fa- they found you the worst f- part of Phoenix. Oh. But were you parked in, like, the, the stadium's parking lot? No, we didn't park in the stadium parking lot. We we were we were with you guys at uh, – Oh, so you were parked over near the bar. Yeah, we were, no, we weren't even parked at the bar. We Ubered from uh, the hotel. Wait a minute. What ho- were you at the hotel with us? No, we weren't at the hotel with you guys. We, we, ha- we were at a different hotel, but we Ubered from our hotel to, uh, to the pregame. And we uh, <laughs> we uh, we came back to the car, and we that the night before we left, it was fine. And then we come out to the, to the car Sunday morning, get ready to leave and drive back to LA. And the car is sitting on cinder block. And, and this was and this and this was at the hotel. This was at the hotel. And the, ca- and the hotel doesn't there. have cameras. They apparently they didn't have cameras pointing at the parking lot, which is complete bull. What but, is this? Um, it's almost every seat to party. It's like you, who, you didn't put a camera in the back. Like how is that not possible? How is that possible? I have no idea. But um, so we um, yeah. So what we did you do? My yeah. brother my brother looks at me and he goes, "Is that my car?" And we both look at him. We go, "Yeah, that's your car." And we all just start cracking up. Did I immediately like just go straight to the hotel desk and start raising hell. Let me and, ask you a question. Uh, Did you have like Met stickers and stuff all over the car or was it just like basically nothing. like unmarked car? See, like I'm always unmarked nervous about car. that. Didn't even have place yet. Because like eventually I'd like to buy like a, something like a big travel something for us to go to like local games. If we're not taking the bus, we can drive down to Philly and stuff and like well, yeah. scratch Philly, fuck Philly, but somewhere else closer. And I'm always nervous if we like Mets out this thing and we leave it in a parking lot, it's going to get vandalized, which is a very unfortunate. But you know, for you, it's more of just like a random crime. It was just over, yeah, it wasn't even a met a met hate crime. It was it was literally just 
just a random hate crime. Wow. <laughs> Did you wow. have like nice tires, rims on there? Like you know what? I I, I got him the uh, the Honda Accord Sport, so it had nice. You're rims a really on nice it, so sister they... buying. I know. Buy... That's great. I know my sister's Honda too. Honda. You know, but, you know, it's very easy. You can get the locking. Uh, well, it's too late now. Yeah, we got. But... Yeah, we got. Now we have the locking. Lock uh, well, there you Wait, go. So uh, how'd you get home? How'd you so, get home? A little too uh, late. The hotel comped us like two more nights, and uh, we wound up staying in Phoenix for a couple more nights. And then um, uh, our insurance company got us new tires and wheels on the car, and the hotel is basically taking care of everything because it, it's technically their fault. All right. But, right. Um, Extended vacation. It's it, a good yeah, ending to the story, a, at least. Yeah, we, we had a little vacation. We hung out by the pool for the day. And, uh, yeah, that was that was our story. Um, and uh, I've been wanting to call in for a while, but I just haven't had the time. So I figured uh, <laughs> now I have some time. I figured you guys would appreciate this one. And you're, you're in L.A. now? Yeah, I'm in LA. I'm looking forward to the next outing I can get to with you guys. Awesome. Well, eventually we got to come to you because we only have two ballparks left. It's Cincinnati and LA to, to close out the National League for the Seven Line oh, Army. Dodger so Dodger Stadium looks awesome. Eventually, it's going to yeah. be one of the when last two. When you're out in LA, or if I come back, uh, come back east home for a game, uh, I'll make sure I uh, come over and say hi. Absolutely. Thanks for calling, Erica. Great Thanks so to you much. Guys. Have a good one. That was great. Go. Oh, I just cut her off. I think she was saying go Mets. That was that was that was crazy. That's why I was like. But She's like, we does stayed. that look like a Z to you? I thought it was A2 at first, too. Look, what the fuck is the A2 outing? My handwriting's terrible. I'm not going to judge anyone. My handwriting's not great either, but that's not a Z. there's no way that's a Z. I don't know. That was That's horrible. But great call. Thanks to Erica for, for calling in. The phone lines are open again. We only have one line, so if people call and it gets busy, that's why. 631-388-5195. Also, share the show if you're watching on Facebook. Retweet. Twitter and Periscope, and we are also uh, announcing some pretty big news about the Boston outing. If you missed out on tickets, we are going to give you an opportunity to pick some up. Uh, we have some. We'll talk about it at the end of the show. So, uh, should we go back to the subway series? Is over. No, just put a cap on it. There, I just you forget what the fan base difference is really like until you're in at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you know when they come to City Field, you get a little bit of a feel, but then when you're there, you like really feel it. But you know what it is too the you know, after the fact, and when the Mets win the Subway Series, like, sure, like the 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 Yankees are trailing the dot, um, the Red Sox, the, the Red Sox, are just, it's like them and Red Sox else are unconscious. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Uh, it's it's great for for the Red Sox. It's not great for the Yankees, but uh, Judge isn't back. Whatever. So the Yankees are still fighting for a spot. We're not. So it's almost like we're playing spoiler now. But yeah. this se- this series was split up between the first two, and then that was the rainout makeup. Yeah. So they really did win. If you want to count it that way, they won three straight series. But back when we did our live show. Um, at the playwright, I asked Figueroa like what he thought about the series, and he said the Mets were going to win two of three, and everyone laughed. Yeah, I, I, I laughed. I was like, "Are you kidding me? The Mets haven't won a series in like <laughs> right. months. Not going to win this one." And he was actually right. So, uh, but yeah, just hearing the silence in Yankee Stadium is a fantastic sound. It's like, even I saw someone reply to you like "Big Whoop." Like, oh, I, I love it. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I have nothing else to cheer for. Get happy right now. I do not care. I don't know how yeah. thick your skin is, but well, I you know, I, I, I retweet some people, yeah. then I read yeah. the harsh replies that yeah. they replied to the people I retweet, and then I almost feel bad sometimes. Look, but being a social media manager for the brand, you start to not care at all about mentions. You just don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just take it and just with a grain of salt and just go to the next one. Like a, Every single comment bothers me and yeah. I want to kill people. I heard her this morning. Like the Mets put up that thing this morning. That's why I was talking about Meehan. They spelled my name wrong. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, I, I, felt that. I felt bad when I saw that. Thinking like from my head if I misspell stuff I'm like oh I would hate oh, to be whatever. Yeah, I mean it, it I've, it I've misspelled so. my own name before. It's, it's no right, right. And accidentally and then you, you know what it is my dad actually told me this. Uh, the things that you skip over when you're proofreading are the things that you would think that you have absolutely no way of spelling wrong. Yeah. Like even in your own name. 
So the first BMX video I, I ever made back in, I think, the 2001, 2002, it was a VHS, and my name is spelled wrong on the tape. <laughs> and he's like, see, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. I mean, if you want to know about thick skin, read the mentions on that. It bothers me <laughs> so much. No, so she's go. in the next room like, fuck that, what, these assholes. I'm like, Don't, who cares? Like, they, <sighs> they want you to reply. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> they, I don't, they, they write I don't those messages for you to reply. They the live, second, that's all, that's the all they have going for them. The second that I do yeah. reply, Darren yells at me. And he's like, just stop. Like, I'll oh. get a text message like, just cut it out. And I'm like, <laughs> ah! Yeah. By saying <laughs> nothing bothers them more me. than replying. That, oh. That's what bothers them. Oh, yeah, they want to rise. If you don't give them one, it's even worse. Kills me. All right, so we got another call. It just says fireman, fireman helmet dude. Is this Vernon? Yeah, that is correct. Oh, I'm hell yeah. What's up, Vernon? <laughs> I'm doing good, doing good. Just want to see how you guys are doing. The, the cooler. What's up? Right? The cooler. The, yeah. how that's many, that's how, correct. How many, that's correct. How many O's you got in that? Like five O's? Uh it's just three O's, K O O O L E R. Big time Mets fan, big time um, Cyclones fan. Cyclone Were you out there last here. night? Were you there last night? Yeah. yeah, I was there last night. They gave out two gifts. That giveaway was awesome. That jersey was great. Yeah, they gave out the jersey and they gave out the uh, MLB Central uh, free bobbleheads. On a on a sitting on a chair. Oh, I did see that. Did, were the were the uh, like the were the announcers there, or that was just a giveaway? No, no, they they were there, but they charged twenty dollars <laughs> to sign. What? <laughs> Who wants their autograph? Who is it? Who's who's the central cast now? I don't know, but still, <laughs> I have no idea. But they said the money goes to a good cause. All right, all right. If it's a charity <laughs> thing. That's fun, then that's fine. <laughs> so, so the other thing is, what's your thoughts about the Mets for two thousand nineteen? Oh man, I don't know. They they, they got to figure out who's going to be the GM first before they before anything. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got the the three headed monster there. I don't know who's really making the decisions, but the you know when Sandy announced that he had to you know step down, then yeah. you know we don't really know who's in charge yet. And we talked about the lack of moves before the trade deadline. And there was I don't know who wrote it. It was someone tweeted out that you know they didn't make. This is what their their reasoning was, or excuse, or whatever you want to call it. The reason why they yeah. didn't make as many moves is they didn't want to make decisions that the GM in three months from now would have made differently. So who knows what's really going to happen? Uh, big change has to happen, or we're going to be in the same problem we've been in. You can't rely on the pitching to stay healthy. Yeah. Look at where Harvey is. Harvey's a red. Uh, Matt's is coming back today, but he had that sh- that that forearm tightness a couple weeks ago. So it's, I don't know. I don't really know what it is, but we got to get younger. We got to make some moves. I wouldn't mind seeing them spend a little, get Machado. Yeah, I mean, you can't rely on health, but as you said, we'll have six weeks, hopefully, of seeing Wheeler, Syndergaard, DeGrom all clicking. So that's, you're taking that into 2019 as your biggest hope right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we get three to five days with these three for six weeks right now? That, yeah. You're hoping that's the preview next season. <laughs> I have one pet peeve that I'm so upset about. You haven't seen me on the bridge for a while, have you? Uh, no, I have. I, you know what? I don't go to as many games as I used to when I lived in Queens. But, yeah, I haven't really seen you hanging out as much. Yeah, one of the problems is they built that big bar set on the bridge. Oh, yeah. That, yep. that, took, that took away a lot of the view of the ballpark. So for the, from the, like the, what do they call it, the city pavilion? Yeah, something like they built it on the bridge. So the thing is, fans cannot really see the outfield right. they can see across home play but people were moving the other way or squeezing in the other way so they're taking up all that room for nothing but that place is only for people who buy the seats right. on the on the on the um, the bridge but for people who are standing there they're not going to serve you 
See, you know what? The, I, the, I understand because that's, uh, you know, that's your thing. That's your spot. I mean, I used to stand on the bridge all the time. I used to promote, like, why don't you go to a game, hang out on the bridge, meet yeah. your friends and, yeah. and whatever. Um, their argument might be, well, you didn't buy a standing room only ticket, so why don't you just go to your seat? But, I mean, that's what you like to do. So I, I get your gripe. I understand what their reasoning might be for their response to you from a team standpoint. But um, I, don't think it, I don't think it takes up all of it. I think if you move down a little bit closer towards left field, I think you could still kind of see. Um, but no, I totally get what you're saying. I know that's like your that's your home base right there. Yeah, that's where I like to stand. Well, <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for taking my call and continue with the great work. And you all have a nice day. Thanks, Vernon. Thanks, Always Vernon. good to hear from you. Right, bye bye. I enjoyed watching Lizzie's selfie in the background. I just there. took a selfie. I hate selfies. A selfie. Get one right and angle? done. Well, no, you... I just take one. Like people are like a million shots. I right. just took one. Did I ever tell you about we were at um, what bar is that? Uh, maybe Croxley's in Smithtown. Whoa. And it was recently. Kelly and I were waiting to go to Shoe's house for a party, and we were a little early, so we popped into the bar. And we totally could tell it was a first date. During the date, they're sitting there, and the girl is taking selfies during the date, on the date. Like, they were talking <gasps> about, like, getting to know each other, and she's, like, posing, pouting, doing her thing. And I'm like, all right, this is the last date. Like, he got up and went to the bathroom, and I said to Kelly, like, he's not coming back. Like, no. if I was this guy, I would not, I would be like, yeah, Unless yeah. Unless he's a ditz, too. It was, it was, it was weird. And I don't know if they watched the show, but I think you said he's a Mets fan. So if he's watching, hopefully you got rid of that girl. Because <laughs> uh, on the first date, you can't act like that on a first date. Yeah, no, that's a little weird. I remember two, I don't know, two or three games ago when me and my girlfriend were there, there was a little girl in front of us. She had to be like seven years old. Had her phone and was taking selfies the whole time, but videos, video recordings. We're in the background the whole. She's nonstop the whole game. We're sitting there like I'm I in can't. every shot of this fucking girl's news. That's like right it now. makes me sad to see yeah. the way that kids are these days. Like I didn't have a phone until I was 18, you know. And it's just like I, I get it. Times have changed. I don't want to be like the guy like get off my right. lawn, but like I'm like just even like the stupid dances. Every kid has to do it. Everyone's so impressionable, yeah. and I'm sure we were too. Like you know, crisscross came out, and I had my t-shirt on backwards, whatever, like something stupid like that. But like. Yeah. I don't know. Times are changing, and I don't know. Maybe I just sound like a grumpy old man now. I'm almost forty, so shit bothers me. Um, I don't even. I just, something was just on the tip of my tongue, and I don't remember. Oh, dude, I was talking about this before. Before we went live, I'm like, oh, let me bring it up when we start. The peach wheat. Yeah. Did you hear the quote from the guy that stole the plane the other day? No. Did you hear about the guy that stole the plane? Yeah, yeah. All right, so it happened off the golf course. So it was like semi golf news. So Saturday morning, I wake up in Florida. I'm checking Twitter, and I see Friday night this guy in Seattle stole a plane. Right. Yep. So the recordings, I guess there's like an app you can get where you can like listen to live air traffic control. I think you, I think they have to release that. It's like a federal. But it was thing. live. It was live. Oh, the live. Feed. Yeah, it was live. That's so someone was recording and and keeping Twitter up to date of live. Wow. But it's three hours behind Seattle. Like whatever. I think yep. it happened like one a.m. Uh, New York time or Florida time, wherever. The same thing. So they were tweeting along with the guy's like um, commentary, and the person that was trying to keep him calm said something like, "Oh, is it foggy up there?" Like they were just trying to like see his state of mind. And he goes, "No, it's not foggy. It's peachy keen." Everything's like he was like crazy. Like Ugh. the whole. If you read along, I got I got totally like into the rabbit hole of like reading the whole thing. I yeah. had to listen to all the videos, read all the commentary. I watched it. I was impressed he could fly. Like he could really fly the plane. He said the video game. They were like, "Oh, can you can you?" turn left and look for that uh, airport and can you land? He's like, land? I didn't have a plan on landing. I played <laughs> yeah. video games. Like, I don't even know how he got it in the air. And the fact that I he said, I want to do a loop-de-loop was I like his no phrase there. I have no idea how he got it in to the To like crazy. know what to press? Yep. To like get it airborne is the, crazy. He did a barrel roll. Like, yeah. how do you how do you pull it off not knowing how to fly a plane? On a plane that big. Right. Like, uh, 
People thought it was an air show. I, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, I'd be it's so like freaking nervous if I lived in Seattle and like I was watching that go that down or reading guy. about it. And his family. Oh what my poor God. guy? They, his family. Yeah, his family. He's not a. He's an asshole. No, like, what do you mean f- that poor he's guy? A fuck, fuck. But his. Fuck, fa- fuck. What his, the fuck is that? Uh, this is a fucking asshole. Uh, his family put out this whole thing like before afterwards and oh i felt so bad but yeah it's a tough spot for the family but i have no sympathy for him. well he even no, said yeah. that he even said that he's like oh man <laughs> like <laughs> he's like my family's gonna be pretty disappointed in me like when they hear about what i'm doing he's like i didn't know how to fr- few screws loose but i guess i, I do guess I like do yeah. the whole it was crazy to yeah. read about but it, for him to be like oh peachy keen everything's all good all good in the hood uh and then he crashed into i don't know something yeah. At least he didn't crash into anybody. Well, or he even anything. said that. He's like, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. He's yeah. like, I'm just an idiot. And now yeah. I'm up here. I don't know what to do. I'm running out of oxygen and whatever. It's scary that it was that easy to take that plane. That's what's Absolutely. Scary. Scary they got to they yeah. got to tighten security a little. Yeah. Well, they a lot, sure a lot do. more. So uh, next time you're in an airplane in an airport, don't get so pissed off when they ask you to take your shoes off. Yeah. Uh, Rally man, what's up, Rally man? Hey now, what up, Big D and Riles? How's it going? Good. How are you doing today? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Not that you and usual. Tiger call me Riles. Wait, <laughs> what? Tiger Woods and Rally Man. The only guys call me Riles now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Riles Man. <laughs> um, I, you know, you know I me. Mean? I always have a couple of different questions, but I figured this was a pretty good one. Um, but what kind of a GM do you guys prefer to take the reins of the team? I mean, like, you can go with all kinds of different strategies. Um, I mean, there's conventional, there's outside the box. Uh, you know, uh, communication better with fans, uh, uh, ownership relationship, all those factors. I mean, like, what's really important for you? Um, and uh, and I, I guess that's – is that a pretty good question? I'm not too sure, guys. No, yeah, it's good. I mean, a few days ago it came out that the – I just jumped on Tim there for a second. You you know, we can both interject here. But the, uh, the Mets came out and they said maybe they were leaning a little bit too much on – sabermetric yeah, style like- stats and shit like that with Sandy and maybe the next guy up, they, they try to go backwards. Um, I don't know if that's the right move, but you know, they kind of did put all their eggs into that basket and now they're just saying, Oh, that wasn't the right move, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd like someone in the middle, a little, that's a little bit of both, both. more old school, but more analytics, but I want someone underneath him that is in the analytics. Like that's important. Whether we like it or not, I don't totally agree with it, but it's important to have a guy, at least his underboss guy in the analytics. Like we do need that. Yeah, one someone of the in the voices. squad. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. But do I want the head honcho to be that? I don't know. I probably want someone who can level it out. Like, you know what? That's, that's okay. This one, you know, whatever the saber metric, that one matters. This one doesn't matter as much. Yeah. So a little both. The guy in charge. I, want I mean, some both. guys pick the best. They they say who the best player in baseball is solely based on that, like on certain right. numbers. Like, well, no, he's better because of X, Y, Z number. Yeah. You know, like, like I said, I, I want that guy as one of the assistant GMs. Like, totally. I want his voice. I want his opinion as much as I want the old school voice mixed in there. But the guy in charge, I want someone. The, the media is an important aspect here. Yeah, yeah. If you can't handle the media or just be transparent with us, like, I don't want that either. You know, yep. Sandy cracks a little bit too many jokes at times, but Sandy is very good. He's very personal when he's in front of the mic. He's the not jokes trans- get under my skin, though. The jokes at the wrong time. That's his biggest problem. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, know yeah. when to cut it off. Like, yeah. Because he's got a great sense of humor. But like just, a 30-game losing streak. Yes. Like, so, I don't uh, want to hear a joke. I but, don't want to hear the crack. But we know. battled. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Rally, you're going to be hanging out next weekend at the tailgate party? Absolutely. Are you kidding, guys? I will be there with bells on. All right, yeah, we got, we got some news to discuss about that tailgate party. We're going to talk about it next Thursday, so tune in. Ooh, looking forward, guys. <laughs> Let's go, Metsies. Later, Rally, man. All right, uh, Rally used to call all the time. Not back before we had the phone line. He would do. Um, 
his videos, like a like a submission of a voicemail, and they were great. And you know that's how we met him last year, and very enthusiastic. If you ever see the guy in the in the cape, that's Rally Man. And um, he wears a cape. He wears he's the whole nine. This guy like, like the cape. Yeah. He's got the face paint. He's got like a, a squirrel or something. He brings it's like, a raccoon. <laughs> it's a raccoon. <laughs> Whatever. And you know what? You know it's not everyone's cup of tea. And you know I'm not saying anything he wouldn't say himself. The uh, his style of cheering isn't for everyone, and neither is our style of cheering. You know, some people want to sure, chill, yeah, be yeah. quiet, whatever. But who cares? Let the guy live. He's having fun. Yeah. Six three one three eight eight five one nine five is the number to call. We've been getting a lot of calls today, so that's that's always a great thing. So, let me show you this tweet I got earlier. Uh, David Wright and Jay Bruce both played last night for the St. Lucie Mets, and uh, Joe Danger. Liberta, if I'm saying that right, if I'm not, you know, just call me uh, Keith Olbermann. Uh, he replied to a tweet about today's show, and he said, Is it possible with Jay Bruce and David Wright, the St. Lucie Mets starting nine last night was earning more this year than the New York Mets starting nine? Just wondering and looking forward to today's show. And he's actually 100% correct, because David Wright and Jay Bruce are making over like $30 million this year, and the rest of the guys last night are definitely not. So a lot of guys are making league minimum. Sure. Flores is making like 3.4. Uh, Reyes, I think, is making three. The guy making the most that played last night is Frazier. I think he's making like eight. Okay. So it's crazy that two guys playing in Florida last night are making more for the Mets, That's more from the Mets than the Mets that played the actual <laughs> baseball game last night. Yeah, I didn't until you showed me that tweet. I didn't think about that right now. But that is just embarrassing. So shout out to Joe Danger. Yeah. So uh, you wrote a little blog piece on Monday because the Mets out of nowhere on Saturday. I'm still perplexed by that. Decided to say, well, you know what? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't the Mets' fault. Like, why would they? Number one, like, why would they want to save that for like a Friday news dump? They'd want to promote that. I agree. That's, that's why I didn't get it. Maybe yeah. it was the green light late in the day. Like David's like, he like texted someone or called someone. Like, hey, I sure. feel good. Like, I'm I'm down. I'm ready to play. Yeah. Let's get this show started. You know. So on Saturday, out of nowhere, I think it was like on my way to the outing. Uh, I saw that. And he played on Sunday. He played on Monday. Tuesday was an off day. He played last night. He hasn't he's had a hit yet. He's but playing tonight, too. He's in, I saw he's in the lineup again. He's playing tonight. So, I mean, it's it's great to see that he's out there. Yeah. We both want to see him out there at City yeah. Field. And it's crazy how fast they're moving. I did not expect he'd play like four to five days. Like, well, he, he said last night he spoke to the press after the game. And um, I think he said the plan is now to, you know, he did two games, two on, one off. Next week he wants to do three on. Uh, I hit up Tacomo and, and I was like, hey, what's the timeline on this type of thing? Like, do you think he's coming back? And he said, "Well, the the minor league se- season's only like three more weeks. Right. So it, if yeah. he's coming, if he's going to be playing with them, he's going to be playing up to this date. That's, that's why September call-ups exist because he's done. Saw, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw something from a buddy, um, my, my buddy Dave. He moved out to California. He wrote something. I don't even know how he came up with this. I don't know if this is complete just speculation or just a guess. But he said that if he does the full rehab and the season's over, he thinks that David Wright will play for the Mets on September 11th. Is what he thinks. So okay. we'll see." I mean, it's only a few weeks away. Look, all signs point to him coming back. I mean, you don't play this many games. He's not doing this for fun. He's doing this because he wants to play, you know? You don't don't rehab like this hard and play this many games. Or he he has every intention on playing and and playing soon. This is not like him looking for a couple of months down the road type of deal. He's he's trying to rev it up real quick. Tell me about this opening sentence in your blog post. I follow nothing with golf. So I guess, Uh, does Tiger have a bad back too? Tiger, yeah. Tiger was like never supposed to like golf again. He got his back fused type of deal. No way. So it was a big deal. He couldn't walk for a while. He had a hard time getting in on golf carts. He couldn't do anything there. He was like counted out. When did this happen? This happened. He had spinal uh, fusion surgery. I think it was last year. Is that when he got in trouble with all like the pills and stuff? That was kind of afterwards rehabbing there. He had a disaster, like two year run. So it was a big deal where he almost, you know, won the PGA championship. Yeah. Yeah. He's had had a long run. (laughs) 
but uh, yeah, the fact that he came back was like a, a very big deal because like Tiger was never supposed to do anything ever again. So that's why everyone was talking. It's a big deal with the, the fusion. Fusion's like the big word in golf right now, like mocking Tiger a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there. yeah. He's back going on there. So, so yeah, I don't know weird. if if the the people watching maybe they didn't see your you were talking about last week and the first time you were on about uh, you also you work for golf dot com am, am I right about that yeah, golf dot com and you know you're you're locked into that world but are you surprised how quickly not people like forgot or forgave but no one's even really talking about that anymore like his whole run in with the police and his dark side has just been washed away it's how? crazy how? it's crazy. I don't. It, it's weird. People just want him back so bad and relevant because like it's good for his sponsors. Did he lose any sponsors? No, uh, he lost very little. The ones that he lost weren't like a big factor. His major ones didn't leave his the, side. They made a big deal about losing his sponsors when yeah. that whole thing. They probably happened. came back. But the, and quick. the ones that came around, like Monster Energy Drink, came on, and then now they like are dominated. Monsters like Monsters huge. Yeah, they're huge now with him. They're big in like action sports. Like the, they sponsor a lot of my friends, or I'd be a Max and shit like that. Sure. But I wouldn't even say friends, but people Look, I'm friendly with. The Monsters with, got a lot of money. Yeah, I think with Tiger, like he doesn't like move. The golf needle, like he is the needle. Like yeah, he, that's so. The ratings, crazy. it was up seventy percent. The ratings this week with Tiger playing in the tournament for the people. Like that is, is he still good? Absurd. He's still good. He almost he got won. Second, he got right? second. Yeah, he had second place wow. in, in the major championship. I'm saying so, I don't know, but I, I still know. Kinda. Yeah, everyone. Oh, did. I don't know at all. It's crazy though when oh, shit Twitter happens. Twitter was a buzz. Stuff like, like that over. happens, and then like in just a little while, people are like, oh, they forgot about it. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's crazy. Uh, anyway, he, his scandal was huge. Not really. He, it was just. It was one thing. It wasn't like a scandal, like you know, the some tapes got uncovered, like the shit that's he, going he's on. He's had with a few. Like, he had he had all the affairs. He yeah, had his all he the had affairs. His de- that was he had his drug arrest. But it's it's not like illegal to cheat. You know what I mean? Like no, but they they made a big deal. About I it. get it, but it's not illegal to be an asshole. It's illegal to be like driving under the influence. It should sure, be illegal know? to be an asshole. How about that? <laughs> You know, there's a lot of athletes that you know. <laughs> look it up. There's a lot of people that you know have a have a rap sheet and some mugshots. No, and plenty of people have done much much worse. Than didn't Tiger Terry Woods Collins get arrested for a DWI or years something? ago? Yeah, way back in the day. And some other play, some other coaches were like asleep at the wheel, like at a red light. I don't know. It's it's not. I mean, it's nothing to laugh about. It's no, it's a yeah, it's serious thing. matter. Yeah. Um, but we, yeah, overall, that was my whole gist. There was you had two guys with bad backs that came back in the same day, becoming like relevant. Tiger, yeah. like I was so into the Tiger comeback, and I, I missed the David Wright thing for a few hours. I never missed that kind of news. I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, David Wright's back. Like, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I probably maybe I did. I don't know. But uh, I hit up the Mets like right away, and I was like, if if you hear that David Wright's coming back, please put some tickets aside for me. Like, well, it'll be an impromptu outing. I think I did say that, but um, if you knew Sunday's game was happening ahead of time since you were in Miami, would you have stuck around and gone? No, nah, I got the fam, you okay. know, and Miami and Tampa aren't too close. Okay, so it's hours away. It's sure. not like I could, if it was like in Miami, right? You know, if it was close, or maybe if it was in Port St. Lucie or Jupiter or someplace like on the same coast. Yep. Maybe it would have been able to be possible, but a lot of people got stuck in Florida. Like Becca was there for like an extra day. Like the weather was crazy. I'm glad I got out when I did. Um, weather in general on the it's, whole yeah, East Coast has been, it's been a rough stretch. Miserable. Uh, what's up, Noel? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today? We're doing all right. All right. Uh, I'm a soldier down here in DC, and it kind of got mad because I wasn't able to get up with you guys the last time you guys were out here. But I had a couple of questions. Um, one would be, do you guys see the uh, three-headed monster right now doing any deals before the end of the season, you know, to get rid of anybody else, just drop money or anything like that? Not the pitchers. I, I don't think the pitchers are going anywhere. I think we see him pretty like we're standing put. I think if they would have dumped him, would have been at the deadline. Like DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Wheeler are probably safe at this point. Well, you were saying, too, like, you know, with, with them not moving either of those guys, they're basically committing to that rotation for next year. But, you know, the thing I wasn't 
happy about was that they also said that Vargas is already in the discussions to be almost like a lock for the for the uh, for the rotation next year, which is crazy because yeah. the guy hasn't done anything to prove that he should be in the rotation. Um, I, I don't know who they should dump. I definitely know that they have to make some moves. Dump is a, is a strong word because who's going to take on some of these contracts? You can't really dump a guy who's not consistently healthy. You can't get rid of a Cespedes when he's hurt. Uh, you, what's he worth? You can't get rid of Bruce till he comes back and actually proves that he can play again. Uh, you know, is Batista of any value at all? I don't know. I mean, you know what? They, they'll make something off of him though because they got him for nothing. Yeah, no, I would know? take literally anything for him. Right, we don't, right. He's been in whatever. He's filled in a void when we needed a player there. We don't need him. There, right, he, right, right. He serves no purpose for going forward right now. What do you think, Noel? I, I, I actually agree with you. I mean, the fact is that Vargas, he's had maybe, what, one one or two possible good games? Yeah. And even at that, the bullpen is the one that has actually saved his butt both those games. Um, and to be honest with you, as much as I love Matt's, Matt's has been literally, after his first first full year, he's been on like that downslide that hasn't been consistent. And he's at the same point where I'm thinking, you know what, move him to the bullpen. You know, you did it with Lugo, and Lugo's been shining. Move Matt to the bullpen. Maybe if he's to run one or two innings like that, he'll be fine. You know, I mean, we got guys that, like Thor, we have Thor, we have DeGrom. They're they're good, but we need other consistent. You can't constantly depend on DeGrom and, you know, Syndergaard to constantly take the helm and just say, okay, well, we're going to run every two games. That's not possible. You need the other three guys. Well, I get what you're saying about Matt's. You know, Matt's hasn't been consistently healthy in any season. Ever. And it's the kind of thing with him is, um, you know, I I have seen some some signs of life this year with uh, Dave Island, with Wheeler and Matt specifically. And, you know, this this forearm tightness, who knows if he would have played through it. If we were in a pennant race and, you know, he could have actually gone back out there and and pitched through his dead arm for a couple weeks, whatever it is, um, you know, he may have been out there. But in a season like we've been having, there's not as much of a pressing desire or situation or need for this guy to go out there and, and battle through it. So we'll see what happens tonight. He's, he's going to be back on the mound. But as far as a dump is concerned, I have really no idea. I'm not too good with the roster questions. I'm more of like a... We don't have much to dump. Yeah. As well. Like Bruce would, uh, you know, Bruce would be the see. type of player. But yeah. we just can't. He's not yeah, helping. I agree yeah. with that. The other, the other question I have is real quick. Would you keep Frank McNeil up? Would you keep McNeil to run second base? Or would you go and look? At this point, seeing seeing what he's done so far since he's been up, would you think maybe this is kind of just everybody's seeing that he's the new guy, we're trying to get used to him? Or do you think he can actually play consistently like that? I mean, I think he's going to get a full trial right here, at least for this final six weeks. It looks like he's going to play essentially every day to see what we really have there. Is he an everyday player? I don't know. Is he the utility guy? If he is, that's not a bad backup plan. But I think we're going to find out over this final stretch here if he's a part of next year's roster or not. Which I mean, is what we want. You also see a lot of guys that come up and they're guns blazing, they're hot totally. right off the bat, and then once pitchers get used to them and they see what exactly. what they're good at, what they're bad at, you know, then, then it's a different story in season two. So yeah. uh, I think yeah, you definitely keep running him out there. I mean, he's been good so far, and hopefully you can hang on. And I mean, you can never say it's a lock. You should always be looking. You should always be looking to improve every yeah. position. You know, there's no locks. Oh, yeah. So we'll oh, see yeah, what happens. Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet you a picture, and it's actually a funny picture. I am the only Met fan in my family. I'm the oldest of four boys. I am the only Met fan in my family. My family wanted to take a, fan, uh, a, a nice family photo for uh, pictures. Everybody else was wearing Yankees gear. You see me and my Wigginson jersey. <laughs> Wigginson. Wow. Throwback. Wow. Awesome. All right, man. Have Alrighty. a good one. Enjoy. Thanks for your service. 
Thank you, thank you. You guys have a good one. Let's go, Mets. Absolutely. Thank you too. See when he when he said he's in the army, I wasn't. Or he's a troop or whatever. I wasn't sure if you meant that he cheers with us because people they, the Mets wrote something. No one knows about having um, what he said. Uh, what the, I don't want to screw this up, but the Mets tweet something about. Uh, no, he was a real soldier. No, I know, I know, but they wrote <laughs> something and someone replied like, oh, "Fuck, what does it say?" Let me write. Let me look this up so I don't I don't mess it up. But I agreed. I was like, I don't really know if I like the wording of this. Like nobody knows the support of an army besides this guy or something like that. I'm like, that's a little. That's a weird way to caption something. Yeah. You know, he yeah, brought up Steven Matz, and it, if we had to trade one of the pitchers, uh, that would be the guy I would move yeah, on from at this course. point. The bullpen thing is interesting. It sounds great in theory. Maybe it becomes the next, like, Andrew Miller as a lefty. You could let loose and let it fly in there. Yeah. But with all the injury issues he's had, it's like, do I want the guy going and throwing three days straight? Like, I don't know if he could hold, his body can handle that. Yeah. It, he can't handle every five days. I know it's a different beast, but, like, I don't know. If I didn't move on with one guy, it'd be Matt's is who I would move on from. So the captioner said, no one understands the term it takes an army better than the seven-line founder Darren Mean. And I was like, uh, I mean, that's that's a little, <laughs> that's a far-fetched uh, statement there. But give us a call, 631-388-5195. We still have to discuss the details about the Boston outing. We do have some tickets left that kind of just magically fell into our lap today. Uh, par- partially because I can't count and also because the baseball gods uh, the baseball gods are on your side and some friends and family couldn't make it so we do have some tickets that we are going to be pushing out on our website so if you missed out you're still in luck uh, like we talked about earlier the Mets game today against the Phillies game one of the doubleheader is at 405 that's on Facebook what did you think of the first Facebook game you watched I mean, I thought it was different. I didn't mind it. I mean, everyone was kind of up in arms about it. I understand the frustrations about it. If you don't have Facebook, you're kind of out of luck. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally love the Mets booth. I don't mind listening to the sure. game on the radio, yeah. especially when I'm at work and I'm getting stuff done. I'll have the game on in the background. I didn't mind it. Um, but the only gripe was if I was watching on Facebook and I wanted to like go do something else, you can keep the tab open and still have the yep. audio in the back. But like... The audio on a television broadcast isn't, they're not explaining things the way they would on the radio. So you still have to kind of watch it. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be in the booth. I know Scott Braun does a great job. The first uh, broadcast was from City Field, and they had Alexa Dat and John Cruck. So John Cruck was basically like representing the Phillies. And, and, Lex, it, and Cliff Floyd did and Cliff Lex, Floyd, I'm yeah. sorry. And um, Cliff Floyd was representing the Mets, and Lex Dat was like the roaming reporter, yeah. kind of like a KB or Gilbs. Yeah. So I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was different. I don't know if they got any better because that was the first trial. Yeah, I haven't watched any since. I'm gonna yeah. try to watch today, and we'll see what's happening. But tonight's game, I don't know if it has a, a time or if it's just a, it's just game two. So I'm probably like 30 minutes after right, the first exactly, game ends. Yeah. Matches matches back on it. Oswalt to start off game one. The Phillies are in second place, just two games back behind the Atlanta Braves. The Mets are 16 and a half out. They're not mathematically eliminated, yeah. but they basically are. Right now, they're playing spoiler. And like the Marlins used to do to us late in the seasons back in the day, we're, we kind of have the chance to return the favor, at least with the, with the Phillies. And uh, we'll see what happens. But um, so I did ask the fans what they thought about the series. Um, you know, they have five games coming up. I don't think that they're sweeping the five games. That's probably a far-fetched hope right there. It's a pipe dream. But the fans did vote on the poll, and 51% think they are going to win this series. Only 600 people vote. We only put put up the the poll like an hour or two ago. But uh, what do you think? Win the series? I think win four straight series now? They look pretty good. The, the bats are coming around. I mean, the, the, the fact that it exploded yesterday is a big sign right now. It, if they take three of five, no, I wouldn't be surprised at all. If they take four or five games, then I'm surprised. It's but, always tough to win a doubleheader. So if you win one of you one of a split tonight, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, and then win the series this yeah, weekend. No, I think taking three of five is definitely more than feasible. I mean, that's, yeah, I wouldn't doubt seeing that at all. Five straight would be nice, though. 
It would be nice. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, next person to get through will play What's in the Box. Did you talk about Keith Hernandez? Was I out of the room? We, we are going to do that in a oh, second right. while I'm waiting for a call. So 631-388-5195. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I skipped something there. Uh, what we do is we put you on the line. You pick one, two, three, or four, and you get to win whatever is in the box for free. We mail it out to you wherever you live. If you live overseas, we'll still mail it to you. I mean, it's going to be expensive on our end. But you can call us if you want to You know, do the... Uh, do the, uh, whatever, international call here. 631-388-5195. I think someone's already calling. But, yeah, like Lizzie just alluded to, Keith Hernandez lit up the internet last night with his comments about the the Marlins and Braves game. What's your thoughts on this, Mr. Riley? Look, I know people are angry that uh, Keith supported it in a sense there. He wasn't supporting where he got hit or that he got hurt. He was supporting the fact that he was pitching inside and they were getting him off the plate a little bit there. So give people a little backstory of what this what happened. Yeah, yeah. Asuna hit home runs what? Three I think three. Three games straight in a row. games. Three straight lead games off. there. Yeah. So start the next game off last night. Uh yeah, the, the Marlins plunked him, lead up and he you know, he leaned into it, he kinda hit his elbow, I guess it was there, and he left the end up leaving the game afterwards there. So everyone, he's you know, one of the rising stars. You yeah, know, no, he's a, he's you don't a big deal. See he's a top prospect in baseball for a team that's in you know a, a division race right now. You definitely don't want to see anybody get hurt. Ever, you know, but I ever. understand Keith's comments about brushing him back, old school baseball, and yeah. that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. People I are saying that he's an old man, like get off my lawn type of feeling. Like, no, he's just he's an old baseball guy, and it is what it is. And I, you know, let him play. Let's play it here. Hit him in the back, hit him in the fanny. And, you know, it's not like he said, let's go out and headhunt. You no, know, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know, advocating for them to go out there and, you know, look not. for blood. He said, brush him back. I mean, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. Look, we all cheered for Synagogue during the World Series. Like, exactly. It needed to be done. Like, yeah. the, the problem is the young guys. No you like it when it's your guy. You're right. No one's taught to throw inside anymore. Everyone is so scared to throw inside. So when they have to, usually something like this happens or one goes over someone's head. Like, and it's scary. That's what you don't, I don't want to see that either. But yeah, you're you not you're you, not saying like I want to see this guy no. get hurt. I don't want to see him dig in and hit home runs four straight games off my team either. If I can get him at least, you know, moving his feet around in the box, that's part of the game. Absolutely, he should be thrown inside, so he shouldn't feel like completely like I can just dig in and tear on every pitch coming right now. He should feel uneasy at the plate at, for at least at some point. Look, it's unfortunate what happened. It sucks. Like I, I wish he didn't get hurt because like I, you know, not that I'm pulling for the Braves, but like right, you don't right, want to right, see one right, of the games right. top players yeah, get absolutely, hurt. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and Francesca chimed in this morning, said, I totally agree with, with Keith Hernandez about how to handle a hot hitter. Nothing wrong with a brush back pitch or one targeted to upset the hitter. Not, no head hunting, but part of the game. And, and, you know, anyone who takes issue with this, I don't understand. Like, right. I don't know if it's just different generation. I don't know who's angry about this. And I, I get it. I mean, you don't want anyone to get hurt, but there's nothing wrong with brushing back a pitcher, a, a pitcher brushing back a hot hitter. And that's just the, that's just yeah, the no, way it is. The days of like Roger Clemens and Pedro going headhunting, like no more of that. I never want to see that again. Right. But throwing inside, brushing up the plate, that's part of the game. It comes, that, you, that is part of the game. Absolutely. And Rebecca Graciano in the comments said, if you'd read his memoir, Keith's comments are in line with his writing. So. Well, there you go. How about that? you got to stay consistent in this day and age, especially when everything you say is recorded, everything you write's there. People can look up old tweets. And yeah, so we need the old tweets exposed accounts. Look at the same guys <laughs> complaining about this from the Mets that were cheering when Syndergaard did it in the World Series. You know they all were probably like, you know, he's my hero for finally doing it in the World Series there. And I forgot to mention, this weekend's game on Sunday night is the Little League game. Yeah. 
Um, which I feel like I watched on Monday in the stadium. Much. <laughs> yeah. The same dimensions going on there. A lot of those home runs oh wouldn't have God. went out if it was at no, Chase no, uh, City Field. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's the Sunday night game. It's it's really cool. The Mets get to wear special. Well, the whole MLB gets to wear special uniforms this weekend. Yeah. And the Mets and Phillies will be playing for the Little League kids up in Williamsport, special for their for their family and uh, for the, for their family and friends. But you mentioned this to me before we went live, and it is Todd Frazier. So yeah, so everyone knows Todd Frazier will be the story there. I totally blew it. Yeah, we're gonna hear. They're gonna talk about him endless here. And you see on the screen there the home run he hit. Tom's over jersey there, but he still has the same swing. That's what was crazy to me. The way he dropped down, his follow through his swing, it was the same swing he still has today. That was the first. In- they come out of the dugout out of the for gate. the first inning. Yeah. Oh, Little Girl Series every home run. They clear the bench every home run. It's Little League. That's great. And it's the best that he closed the game out as the pitcher. What year was this? Oh, 98. He's 30, yeah, 98, yeah. Damn, I graduated high school in 98. I mean, that's fa- the fact that he can look back on that forever and say do that is pretty cool, no matter what there. But yeah, the fact that his swing is still the same, because that's 20 years later. He's 12 in that video. He's 32 now. 20 years later, and he still swings the bat the same way. It's pretty this cool. This is so cute. That's awesome. And he, he's, the, he's the one in the, in the, the famous photo. With Jeter. Standing next Which, to Jeter, right? You know, it must have been like right Sunday after night. this, yeah. right? Get ready. It's, they're going to show that Sunday night for sure. All yeah. right. So if you're not into, uh, you know, it, it's the same thing. We talked about this before we went live. It's like, <laughs> hey, is uh, Steven Matz from Long Island? Like, it's like the most obvious yeah. thing that people just pound into your head throughout the whole broadcast. Or, yeah. you know, for Matz, we've been hearing it for years. But, yeah, yeah Todd Frazier <laughs> did play in the Little League World Series. He was the star. That's awesome. So, shout out, shouty to him. Shout out to all the kids. I doubt any of them are watching this. But Sunday night should be really fun, and I think that's really cool. There's I really Staten hope Island that – I don't know what you think of this guy, but I really hope that Zach Hample doesn't weasel his way into this game. I can't stand that guy. Good. We I'm used glad to watch it, on the same page. Yeah, when I worked for Major League Baseball, we used to have these cameras, like the ballpark cam, so we could see what was going on, and we would see, like, impressive. It's impressive that he – But he would be at batting practice by himself like hawking balls and we used to like be able to move the cameras on to watch him like this fucking guy again like what is he doing like <laughs> why are you doing this why are you at five o'clock hawking down foul balls from bp i just i don't get it look i had to kick him out of our section once oh, because good. he didn't have a ticket there was a ball that landed in front of us he's trying to squeeze by everyone i'm like bro just wait till the game's over like there was a ball that landed like just past us and he has that like that system with the rubber band and the string yeah. and i'm like just wait till the game's over dude like yeah, I'm not telling you don't get the ball, but like, yeah. can you wait till the game's over before you like squeeze through everybody? He made it into that that uh the armed service game. Last yeah, year. and yes. that was last year that was or two years ago. Maybe it was last year, yeah. and him and Marlins man had a big tiff on uh, oh, yeah. on Twitter. That pissed everybody off. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it's a game dedicated to the service men and women that uh, you know, and their families uh, at the Fort was it Fort Bragg, and he somehow got a ticket, yeah. and like he'll be at this one somehow. Just I just fucking it. hope not. Zach Campbell, <laughs> the worst. Um. <laughs> All right, share the show right now if you want to be in the running for the free gift card. Retweet if you're watching on Twitter Periscope. We'll pick that up in just a little bit. And also, if you want to go to Boston, sit tight. That's coming up next. But we do have to play our favorite game show, What's in the Box, presented by us. And uh, we are going to give Nancy an option of one, two, three, or four to uh, win whatever's in the box. Back so soon. Uh, is this, this isn't the same Nancy, is yes, it? Yes, it is. No way. You get through twice. It is, this. I swear. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Trust me, we know. You don't Wait, swear. We know it's you. Hold on a minute. You didn't mean to dial the phone? Well, I did, but I was like, I won't get through because I never like win anything. Like my daughter wins everything. I could be the only one in a Chinese auction, and I don't win again. You like, must have like, because today we'd be get, like consistently when someone hangs up, the phone's been ringing immediately. So you must just be pressing redial like the whole day. 
No, I, I swear, you just, I even paused a nice pause saying after you said the next caller, ah, I'll never get through, waited, then I dialed, I'm not even, I am not even joking. All right, Nancy, <laughs> well, I appreciate your loyalty and your dedication to Orange and Blue thing, whether it's at one o'clock, six o'clock, doesn't matter, you're still watching. So uh, you do get to pick one, two, three, or four, Mr. Riley will open up the box or the bag, and whatever's in there is yours. So one, one two, three, or four. Um, well, you know, Bud Harrelson will always be my favorite, so it's got to be number three. All right. Lucky number three. Oh, I already know what this is. It's going to be such a bitch to mail it, but you win it. <laughs> He's going to open it right now. We'll bring it to her on Saturday. I think there's two things in this. You actually get two prizes. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I see a bat, but there's definitely Wow, it's a noisy bag. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, well, it's a... It's a wooden Mets bat, <gasps> Louis, little mini Louisville slugger. Oh, my God. And a one of the free shirt Fridays from, I don't know, like a month or so ago. So does Lizzie have your address? No, Lizzie does not. All right, so Nancy, but email we, us, and we, we will can, mail this stuff well, we out to you. we can bring it to her on Saturday. I'm not putting this. I'm not bringing anything. I'm sorry, Nancy. I'm not bringing it to Brewer. That might count as a weapon. <laughs> sure. We will mail this out to you. I want to. Nan- like, Nancy, email us your address. I like traveling light. So we're not, we're not going to bring this to Brewer on Saturday, but we will mail it out to you. You might even have it tomorrow. You'll have it before Brewer. Cool. That's cool. Maybe I'll have Brewer sign the bat on my shirt. <laughs> oh, thank you. That is so awesome. All right, I'm Nancy. So thank you. Listen, talk to us next week, all right? All right. You take care. All right. Shout out. Saturday. Bye. Bye, Tim. <laughs> oh, my God. I think Nancy drinks more coffee than <laughs> anyone who ever calls the show. She's drinking something. I haven't had coffee in three months, but I mean, you know, shout out to Oyster Bay. I'm having a nice little cocktail here for lunch. But you haven't had coffee in three months? No, May. I've drink, been drinking tea. My stomach, remember my stomach? I thought I had an ulcer. So every day you drink tea? That's not coffee? Hold on a minute. Is tea not coffee? No, tea is tea and coffee is coffee. So you've been drinking tea? Every time you see that cup, yeah. it's tea. Whoa! I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, it's I th- still caffeine, but... I thought you were drinking coffee. This is blowing no. your mind right now, Lizzie. Yeah. yeah. No, she's. I thought she just meant that coffee. tea and coffee was the same thing. No, no I haven't had espresso, co- nothing. King. I was going to call you a coffee king. <laughs> a queen. <laughs> oh, whatever. You call me coffee queen. Um, yeah, I haven't had coffee in quite a bit. Damn, so, um, you. All right, so tomorrow we have our backpacks going up. They are $55 a pop. So for the person that actually sent out a tweet earlier in the week and they said how much, and I replied 53, I was wrong. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, they just came in, and it's a couple of dollars more. So the reason why they're a little bit more expensive, because people, you know, they think that we're, like, pocketing all this free loot, but we have a license with Major League Baseball, and this type of stuff is not cheap. Uh, we have to pay royalties. Stuff is not made in gigantic batches. So we do have 300 of these backpacks. 300 might sound a lot to, to the average consumer, but 300 of anything when it's something of this nature is not a lot. Um, like a backpack that we typically sell from New Era or wherever might be a little bit cheaper because they probably make thousands because it's not an exclusive just for us. So 55 bucks, uh, multiple pockets. There's a, there's a laptop sleeve there, a zipper in the front. The cool feature on the top, it is a, uh, a clip to put a snapback or an adjustable, whatever. It's not just doesn't fit a fitted. And they are $55. They go up on the 7line.com tomorrow, which is Friday, August 17th at 10 a.m. Eastern. 
Yeah, the price is not compared to what those trendy backpacks, the Herschel stuff costs. That's yeah, mu- that's yeah. much cheaper. Well, for for the for the limited edition as well. Like if you get right. like a Supreme, I don't know if you know about like Supreme, you know, Supreme streetwear stuff. Supreme actually did a the New York Post, a New York too. Post wrap the other day, which I, I don't even yeah. know what that would cost. I have a friend that writes for them. I text her and like what like I don't, their backpacks are like three hundred bucks. And she it's said like the that same was like the, the most like high demand uh, issue they've had in like forever. Yeah, because the People collectors have to go them. buy yeah. the ba- the newspaper. That's yeah. You know what? The Post actually should almost give them a deal because they probably sold more copies because of that. Yeah. Absolutely, because their their logos on the front. It probably should have almost been free. They probably help them out. But um, yeah, tomorrow, ten a.m. And also, we played the beer guy video in the beginning of the episode. We don't have to play it again. But that is also going up tomorrow at ten a.m. It's the restock of the send the beer guy beer koozies. They are ideal for twenty to twenty four ounce cans. You can use any size if you have a bottle. We could we could use them on these oyster bays as well. But we're trying to give a little bit of branding here for our boys over there. So they would fit on the 12, 16 ounces, whatever. Not 12, but 16 and up. Um, they are ideal for the tall boys at the games. $6 a pop. There's no minimum there. You can buy as many or as little as you like and uh, set an alarm because they are probably going to go pretty, pretty quick as well. So we already did what's in the box. We, box. we are about to do the share and retweet contest, but I haven't showed off the Boston t-shirt yet, and I think I want to do that right now because some people are asking about that. The game is now less than a month away. We're getting a lot of texts, not text, but DMs, emails, emails. Facebook, you know, whatever, all the, the direct messages from people saying, when are my tickets going out? And um, they might be first-time cheerers with us, if that's the right word. First-time uh, fans cheering with us. First-time shouties. First-time shouties. And uh, <laughs> they don't know that we, we typically go about two weeks prior to the outing is when we sh- ship stuff out. So the reason why we're holding off on printing the T-shirts is because I realized we had a couple extra tickets. So we have to wrap this up pretty quickly. Everyone who needed to purchase has purchased, friends, family, whatever. We put some tickets aside. I kept trying to twist your arm, but you're going to be where? North Carolina? Uh, stuck in a wedding in Maryland, yeah. It was one of those things stuck when I got the wedding. invite. I had it marked on my calendar. I'm like, all right, Mets, Boston. Before you even had your tickets for up for sale, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to Fenway. You're going to miss the Grom's no-hitter. And then it was like, then the wedding invite came. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, don't do I'm that. Like, it. It's not going to happen, but imagine it happens. I talked about it. I was like, all right, if it wasn't in Eastern Maryland, I talked about going maybe Friday and then getting out there first thing Saturday, but I'm like, I can't chance that. It yeah, no, I understand. I mean, you got shit to do. But if you lived in New York and you just were like doing something else random, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? How no, could you not no come way. to Boston? Yeah, this, this is a game I don't care what place the Mets are in. Like, going to Fenwick is always cool. Yeah. Like, that's a cool Especially fan. with this many fans. Yes. That's, so, and the seats are awesome. Awesome location. You got that. Absolutely. I don't know how they gave you those, but... Listen, they, they 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 tacked on forty dollars extra of concession credit that was non negotiable. So that's okay. a lot of freaking money. We have one thousand six hundred and twenty nine tickets. I thought it was I thought it was yeah. eighteen or whatever it is. It's an extra ten. I forgot about the ADA seats we have. So we have almost you know one thousand six hundred thirty tickets. Let's round up by four. That's a lot of freaking tickets. So yeah. you factor in everyone most ever. And don't forget, if you're watching this, you're going to have a concession credit built into your ticket. Don't forget to use it because it's not you can't get the money back. So. Uh, the Red Sox are probably hoping you forget, so they get that extra forty dollars of free money. So it's like a win-win game too. If the Mets win, it's great. If we lose, all right, Red Sox go further at the Yankees. So it's really weird there. You can't get too mad about losing for that exact right, right, reason. Right. There, it's true. So this is the T-shirt. I'm not sure if this is going to be something that is unanimously liked or hated, but it says "Wicked Loyal." I did put up a few different options of slogans, and I don't think "Wicked Loyal" won, but I do have a lot of family up in Boston and that area, and all the Northeast and the, you know New England area. "Wicked" is, is something. It's almost like Hella in California, like "Wicked Loyal." Wicked, yeah. cool, wicked, whatever is is a very Boston thing. So it says wicked loyal because obviously we're loyal. You're bringing six hundred fans, sixteen hundred fans up to Fenway during this season. You got to be either crazy or loyal, maybe both. But uh, it is a guy with one of those helmets with the beers on it, 
and uh, it says 1600 strong. So if you don't drink, uh, you know, I apologize in advance, but a lot of us do, and um, it has a few meanings. So wicked loyal, obviously wicked for that, loyal because we're loyal. The guy looks like a skeleton because we're freaking dead after this year, and a lot of us drink beer. So it is what it is. That's the shirt. That's what you get if you, you know buy who the tickets. You we should ask to come to this game? Uh, who? Chris Lethal. Does he live up? No, he doesn't live up there anymore. I think he moved down here. No, I think he He might go. Chris, yeah. I don't know if Chris watches, but Chris Leith, our very first uh, ticket, ticket rep. rep. If you want to go, let me know. Actually, no, you can't go. We're, we're selling the rest of the tickets now. Sorry, Chris. You come out and hang out with us at the pregame, though. <laughs> um, so if you do want to go, I'm going to give out that details in just two seconds. We are going to do our share and retweet contest first, and then I'll let you know about the details for the purchase if you want to go. They are $137 a piece, which sounds steep, but again, $40 of that is concession credit. And, uh, you know, it's a sold-out game, T-shirt, the event patch, the game ticket. The Red Sox are freaking awesome. So tickets are obviously expensive there. And I don't know if my, what my obviously count is up till today, but it, I don't think it's as high as last week. I thought about it earlier. I haven't really noticed it. Me I've been, neither. I've been trying to curb it a little. Because I meant to buy a bell, and I screwed up. I just, <laughs> I just forgot to get one. I have some go. bells coming for something next weekend. All right. Uh, so maybe next week we can use it. Uh, are you ready to go? Y- yeah. And listen, don't pick someone you know. That's not fair. <laughs> Don't pick Nancy again. No, imagine Nancy. Nancy. She gets through. She, imagine? She, she does the what's in the box, <laughs> yeah. and then she wins the share contest. <laughs> like, Goes for the cycle. People are going to listen to this afterwards. Like, uh, they must have no viewers if Nancy or callers if she's getting through three times. No, no, no. All right. Um, who's going to tell me to stop? I guess we'll give the honor to Tim. Right. Tim. Stop. Uh, Jim Burke. Jim Burke. I don't think we know him. So, Jim Burke, you win the share contest. Lizzie will hit you up. Oh, this is cool. He has a photo of all of us at San Diego, like when we were sitting in the seats. Like the group photo? Yeah. Nice. Awesome. And shouty to MJ and Nancy. They both, different Nancy. uh, They took a lot of great photos of the outing in Miami. Drea wasn't there. She usually shoots a lot of our photos for the outings. But Nancy and MJ stepped up and took care of that for us. So, we will get that. Uh, album up on Facebook pretty soon and you know post randomly on, randomly on social media so uh, you can tell me to stop stop alright Panic City Whoa. good old Panic City at a postin A-P-O-S-T-E-N you win on Twitter remember Panic City was that last year was that a last year thing when Panic City came out yeah I'm trying to remember when that was was it last year I don't know I feel like it's every day around here. Oh, I know. It's they all blend in <laughs> together now these years. So. All right. So we did the share contest. We did the retweet contest. We did what's in the box. Last but not least, Boston. So I'm just – I'll do it right now. What we're doing is we have 40 tickets left, and I have to update the website. The second the website is updated, which I will give you the green light on, you can go over to the 7 and pick them up. But just so you know – the graphic says sold out. That's not true. It's not sold out, but I didn't update the graphic. So if you go into the ticket area on the website, click on the sold out uh, photo. It says Family Park 2018. There are 40 tickets right now in the inventory. So if you pick them up, I'm sure if you're listening to this on a replay, they'll be gone. I didn't want to do this as an email blast because then I get the million people writing back with the hate mail saying that they tried to get in. They got locked out. So this is a special just for Orange and Blue Thing viewers or listeners or whoever you decide to watch us this week. So pop on over to theseveline.com. There are six different options when you scroll down. One of them says T7LA tickets. Click that. 
Then you can purchase the tickets and join us in Boston. Make sure you don't rush. You pick your correct shirt size. We will not change your shirt size. And make sure your address is correct as well. Besides that, thank you for watching. If you're going to Patch Talk tonight, uh, we I'm going to be there. I don't know about the rest of these guys, but it's going to be a fun there. time. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll I just made up my mind right is now. Awesome. I'd be on a late appearance much later than five. All right. Well, hit me up. Yeah. Text me. And we'll meet up. So uh, have fun. If you're whatever you're doing, if you're out down in, in Philly, uh, enjoy yourself. Mets got five straight going against the Phillies this weekend, and uh, we'll see how things shake up come Monday. So besides that, let's go Mets. Thanks for watching. We're back at 6 p.m. next Thursday. OrangeTheBlueThing.com for all the replays. And SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, all that stuff. If you're listening right now, make sure you click subscribe, and you'll be kept in the loop whenever there's a new episode that pops up each week. So... Shouty to all you guys. Thanks to Lizzie for fielding the calls. Thanks for Tim to coming out for coming out again. Uh, enjoy your golf game this afternoon. Thanks. Looking forward to it. By and the way, this Oyster Bay honey ale was delicious. The so bomb. The yes, bomb. This was really good. <laughs> I actually like their uh, their can designs. They actually have very nice looking looking yeah. cans. Yeah. This well, this tastes good. All right, guys. Let's go Mets. Cheers, guys. Bye. Obviously. Uh,